everyone. Welcome to Emerging Trends in Higher Ed. My name is Samantha Wilcox, and I am your moderator for this podcast series. Joining us today is Dr. Robert Clegg, a faculty member in NCU School of Health Sciences, as well as the NCU Faculty Senate Chair. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Sam. Dr. Clegg is here to discuss the topic, the role of professional associations in a student's academic journey. Let's get started. Now, what exactly is a professional association? That's a good question, Sam. Um, In a nutshell, a professional association is an organization that's formed to unite and even inform people who work in the same occupation. Uh, For example, professional associations in healthcare, the field to which I work, consist of a collection of professionals who work toward the common goal of promoting and improving the healthcare discipline to which they're associated. Now, what's really unique about an association is they're sort of put in place to champion their members by providing resources and information and even opportunities that they may not have had otherwise. The fact is, many association members lead very, very busy lives. Therefore, they often depend on their association to brief them on the important industry trends, as well as things like new legislative rulings and even advances in technology. So, Fundamentally, association members are, in a sense, bonded together as they advocate for their peers and share their successes as well as their challenges with one another. That seems like it could be really beneficial to students. Now, why should health administration students join that professional association? Well, overarchingly, professional associations, as I mentioned before, consist of groups of people from the same profession who essentially gather together for networking events and to come up with standards for the profession. Um, That being said, I'd like to elaborate on maybe four overarching reasons why students might benefit from membership in a professional association. So first and foremost is, of course, resources. Um, So A student membership in a professional association allows them access to sponsored journals and newsletters, as well as mentoring and even job postings. The second overarching sort of reason as to why students should join is networking. And this is a really important one uh, because meeting the leaders in the field can open up all sorts of opportunities. For example, and I've seen this, a student may be invited to submit as part of a conference symposium or a special issue of a journal. The fact is, getting published while still a student is just another feather in their cap. And of course, it looks really good on their resume. The third overarching reason that students should join a professional organization had to do with fellowships, grants, scholarships, and of course, awards. And I'll kind of talk about each of these as they're interlinked with one another. So in this case, fellowships offer students time to focus on their research. While grants can help fund that research, scholarships can help cover the costs of, say, attending a conference or even have, you know, help them manage the experience of graduate or even a postgraduate program, while awards can get the student recognition for their efforts. And the last reason why students should join a professional association is leadership experience. So leadership experience in a professional organization can provide the student with valuable knowledge of how an organization functions, as well as helps them meet other leaders in the field, 
which, by the way, as I mentioned before, can open up the potential for job opportunities. And of course, it really it looks really great on the resume when the student's out on the job market. Absolutely. Now, you talked about the reasons why. Uh, what are some of the benefits of a student membership in that professional association? That's another great question, Sam. Um, aside from the opportunities for professional networking, as I previously, you know, previously stated, there are a number of financial benefits as well. And this is really important for the students because we all know we've all been students. We've all been college students and we've all been broke. Well, first and foremost, student membership is less expensive than a full membership. In fact, in some cases, it's up to 70% less expensive for some organizations. In addition, student membership can offer uh, the opportunity for free or even discounted subscriptions to the organization's publications, including their professional journals, as well as multimedia downloads, as well as other educational and, and training materials. So joining an association as a student provides members with, I guess you could say, a, a, a competitive advantage because they become active and foreign members of the healthcare industry. Excellent. Now, looking at your area specifically, uh, which professional association is the best choice for a health administration student's academic and professional journey? That's a good one. So there are actually four sort of overarching things health administration students should keep in mind before joining a professional association. So students should first begin by evaluating the primary objective of the professional association. So in other words, they should make sure that its objectives are aligned with that of the student. If not, um, you know, they, they should actually think about maybe pursuing another association, uh, of course, and it because it, in the end, it doesn't make sense to join an organization if it doesn't follow with their career path. The second thing that a student should think about, especially health administration students, is to ensure that the association is recognized and well-established within the industry. It's also important that the professional organization has at least a regional presence, if not a national one. The third thing that student, students should keep in mind is that the professional association must have a regular uh, publication that's released on a scheduled basis. For example, every month or, or by uh, bi-monthly or biannually, but they should have some sort of regular, uh, valid, reliable, uh, rec widely recognized publication. In this case, of course, peer review, good editing, quality content, uh, original research, and of course, established authors can all make a professional journal worth its time. And then lastly, students should think about those events that are hosted by a professional association. So for instance, uh, annual meetings, local chapter meetings, and even webinars are great ways to connect members from geographically distant locations. And this is, of course, something very, very important to consider. Now we know the reasons why, the benefits, and the tips on choosing an association. As a member of a professional association, what should health administration students do before they attend a professional meeting or conference? Well, and that's an excellent question, Sam. Um, professional development is something that all healthcare leaders need to keep at the forefront of their respective careers. And of course, this applies absolutely to the up-and-coming student professionals as well. So 
with regard to this question, I look at it from sort of three perspectives. First, what you do before the conference. Second, what you do during the conference. And then lastly, of course, after, you know, what you do after the conference. So when we talk about things to do before the conference, there are actually sort of seven overarching tasks that a student should consider. So number one, the students should review the conference program. And by doing this, they put together a conference schedule, paying very close attention to talks that are specifically aimed at students and new professionals. Number two, students shouldn't hesitate to bring their resume or CV, as well as business cards if they have them. In this case, if they meet someone that they'd like to follow up with or just you know, stay on their radar, that person has something to remember the student by. The third thing that students should think about before a conference is to email faculty or other graduate students. So in this case, if the student notices in the program that a faculty member or even a, an early career scholar, such as a student such as themselves, is presenting on a topic that they're really interested in, that student shouldn't hesitate to email that person to see if they can meet at some point during the conference. The fourth thing, and this is really important, is the student needs to prepare an elevator speech. Now here, the student's going to be uh, meeting a lot of people at a professional conference. That being said, they should be able to describe their research or their area of interest in a clear and concise manner. Of course, not with long, convoluted, jargon-filled sentences. Um, and the, the key here is the student needs to remember that there may not be a lot of time between sessions or during breaks. So they need to really make the most of the time that they have. The fifth thing that students should think about before a conference is to pack business casual plus more casual clothes for socializing at night. Now here, most people at conferences will usually dress business casual unless, of course, they're presenting. Then, of course, in this case, they might wear a suit or something more formal. Now, for casual attire, and this is really important for, for students to, to keep in mind, students need to make sure that they understand and they keep, you know, uh, just be cognizant of the fact that they're probably going to run into colleagues and leaders in the field, especially if they're staying in the conference hotel. So it's always a really good idea to keep in mind to wear something that they wouldn't mind seeing them in. In this case, you know, keep it professional, but of course you can keep it casual. The sixth thing students should think about is, of course, packing comfortable shoes. And of course, this is something that uh, I, I learned the hard way uh, when I was a student attending conferences. Um, but students are going to be doing a lot of walking between sessions as well as to and from dinner. And of course, while sightseeing. So they need to make sure to bring both formal as well as casual shoes that they're comfortable walking in. And of course, speaking of which the seventh thing that students should keep in mind is setting up some time for fun, perhaps sightseeing. The worst things you can do, especially if you're in a city like Philadelphia or Washington DC or Seattle is spending every waking moment in the conference hotel. Instead, students should actually schedule some time to see the local sites, perhaps even sign up for a tour. Now, during the conference, this is really important because there are four overarching things that students should keep in mind during the conference. Number one is to take notes, take lots and lots and lots of notes. Of course, you know, students need to remember to take detailed notes 
during the sessions, but also they should think about taking notes about the people that they meet. This includes making a list of people that they want to follow up with after the conference and think of little tidbits about that person to sort of remind them um, of who you are. The second thing that students should think about during a conference is to actually attend conference sessions. It's sometimes really difficult, especially if you're in a beautiful city and all you want to think about doing is sightseeing. Well, not only are professional conferences pricey, even at the member discount, but students need to keep in mind that they're also investing in their career by attending these sessions. In other words, students need to think about working to remain engaged in the conference as much as possible. The third thing, and this is difficult for some students, especially some of the Shire students, is to never eat alone. So when emailing faculty and other graduate students that a student wants to meet, offer to have lunch or even breakfast before sessions begin. Now, if a student doesn't feel comfortable about asking a faculty to share a meal, they should ask one of their fellow graduate students. But the takeaway here is never, ever, ever eat alone. And the last thing that students should think about during the conference is to always wear their name tag. So in this case, that student might be on an elevator with an alumni who is now a professor at another institution. So wearing the name, you know, a name tag allows that student to make a connection with that person that could possibly pay off at the conference or perhaps later when they're on the job market. And the last thing that students should think about when attending a conference is the after-conference follow-up. And here, students need to take some time to sort of absorb and process everything that, that they took in, everything they learned from that conference, and then take a moment to review their notes as well as follow up with anyone that they said they would follow up with. And I think this is really important. They need to thank people for meeting with them. For instance, you know, sending a quick note can go a long way. And, and, and they can word it in the way, in such a way such as, uh, you know, thank you for your time uh, to meet with me at last week's X conference. I really enjoyed our conversation about why. Um, and along with this, students need to keep in mind that if they hear of any opportunities uh, within their organization, that um, that students should tell that individual, hey, think of me if you think about any of these opportunities that may open up in your organization, because I think I'd be a great fit for it. Those are some really great tips for students or really anyone in a professional capacity. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us today, Dr. Clegg. We appreciate uh, you taking the time to share the impacts of professional associations on a student's academic journey. My pleasure, Sam. Thank you for having me. In the coming weeks, we will feature more voices from the NCU community, so be on the lookout for new episodes. On behalf of Dr. Robert Clegg, this is Samantha Wilcox, reminding you that at NCU, you have what it takes to change the world. We offer what it takes to make that happen. Thanks and goodbye.